I am Camille Johnson, and this is Finding the Floor. Stories and reflections of midlife motherhood, family, and finding meaning in it all. Join me as I share a little piece of my life and figure out what I want to be when I grow up. Hey everyone, and welcome to Finding the Floor. Today is episode 50. Woohoo! I may have to insert a really cool celebration sound. <laughs> but I've made it to 50 episodes, and I'm going to celebrate and share. I guess a thought I've been having this week about the small, simple steps that we take that have made all the difference. So today I'm just going to celebrate that. I'm going to celebrate the podcast number 50. Woo! Dance around with me, everybody. Woohoo! Woohoo! Arms up in the air. Yeah, yeah, that's right. My kids would be like rolling their eyes. Um, yeah, so 50. I made it to 50 episodes. And so I just want to celebrate and talk about one principle that has really helped me this year. Well, just throughout this whole process. And I've just especially thought about it the past 14 weeks. And it goes sort of back to my self-love number one series about finding a simple, small step you can do to just get on the path of whatever you want to accomplish. And so today I'm going to tell you a little bit about my running journey that began just 14 weeks ago. Now, I mentioned that I am training for this half marathon obstacle Spartan race thingy, okay? <laughs> and I at first was like, well, maybe I could, I could see myself maybe doing a half marathon. Now, I've never been a big runner, quote unquote, like I just am not like I've never loved just running. And one of my excuses was like, oh, I just hate like figuring out how far everything is and figuring out my path or where I'm going to run. I just want to go and do a workout, have someone tell me what I'm supposed to do and not have to think so much. <laughs> so that what I have thought of throughout the years, like I, that's just not my thing. So I ran like I can run <laughs> and I have probably done at the most maybe five or six miles. Like I ran a little bit, you know, I played soccer in high school, so obviously I can run. I would run a little bit in high school, but nothing too long, maybe 30 minutes. And then in college... 
I remember training for, was it a 10K? So that would have been six. And the funny thing about training, like I went to Boston College and they are along the trail in the Boston Marathon and they're right at the top of what they call Heartbreak Hill. And so I would always start at the top and I'd have to just go either way. <laughs> go down the hill, experience a heartbreak. There wasn't really a super flat way to go. Well, I guess there was one kind of a depend. But I did a lot of that heartbreak hill a lot because that was just the easiest path. Like I didn't like figuring out how far to go. And probably now it's way easier because now you can find like how far have I run and you can make your map out. But back in the day <laughs> before the internet got big, that's how old I am. Um, I would just like you know, run 10 minutes this direction or 15 or 20 or however long to make it easy. All right. So I established again, I I can run, but I've never been like a quote unquote like runner. It's never really been a big desire. But then for some reason this year, I was like, maybe I'm up for this challenge. And my sister had mentioned. And so that was kind of like, all right, let's just do this. So I also about, let's say, 10, 11 years ago, it was just before I had my youngest, um, my sister was telling me about this program called Couch Potato to 5K, and we were on vacation together, and she was like, just start doing it with me. It's so easy. It's like you run one minute and walk a minute, run a minute, walk a minute, and you do that for 20 minutes, and then you slowly gain up your running minutes. And your walking minutes get a little less. And so I did that. It was probably like, yeah, in the spring of 2009. And I remember getting to the point where I could like run 25, 30 minutes and it wasn't even a big deal anymore. It's so cool that our bodies can adjust that way. And I just thought it was so easy on my mind as well as on my body gradually getting your minutes longer that you could run. So I was like, all right, if I, I really like the way that was put together. So maybe I can do this with the half marathon. Does that exist? Like couch potato to half marathon? Guess what? It totally does. And I found this program that was 20 weeks. So five months. And here I was in January, my sister wondering about if I want to train for this race and we found a race in June. So I had six months. Could I get ready in six months to run 13.1 miles as well as do all those obstacles? And so I've been mostly focusing on the running part. And that's what I just want to share. So I started with just three miles running, walking. It was great. I could, it was winter. We have a treadmill. So I would just do it on the treadmill and I could watch a favorite show of mine and run two minutes, walk two minutes. And it would slowly get more. And then I remember like doing four miles. All right, this weekend, you guys, I 
probably four miles, which seemed a little bit longer because you were like running two minutes, walking two minutes. And it just kind of felt a little bit longer, but you still got your miles in. So how the program works is you have, well, the way I have been doing it, I do my own little cardio. I do like cardio or running three days a week and I do a little bit of weightlifting um, two days and then I have a stretching day and Sundays I have off. Okay, anyway, so one of the days is the day when I run is the day I'm trying to get used to running longer minutes but I don't run quite as long. So that would be on Wednesday. So it's a shorter run. With the whole training, you know, I'd have like two minute run, two minute walk, and I would never walk longer than two minutes, but I would slowly get higher on my minutes running. So I would go like three minute run, two minute walk, four minute run, two minute walk, and then after that, it would go to four minute run, one minute walk. So you're getting used to a little bit of fewer rest minutes or walking minutes and then that so and then going up from four minutes to five minutes to six minutes and now I'm up to seven minutes but the great part about that is you get used to that let's say three or four weeks at a time And then when you have a long, you still are supposed to get more miles in. So each week you're supposed to add miles. So like the first first few weeks, I would, my long runs, quote unquote runs, would be like three miles and four miles. And I did that for like three weeks. And then five miles I did for a couple weeks. And then six And then I remember just kind of being overwhelmed when I got, oh my gosh, I'm going to do seven miles. For some reason, seven miles seemed really long to me. And it was still a four minute run, one minute walk, but I would do seven miles. And I remember just like that whole week gearing up like, okay, seven miles, it's a lot. Woo. And I was worried about running that far and getting too far away from my house because I had been doing a lot of treadmill running and it was starting to get a little nicer. And when you're on a treadmill, if you have to go to the bathroom, you just like stop, go to the bathroom and get back on and you're good to go. But if you have to go to the bathroom and you're like three miles from your house, it's hard to run. (laughs) So I figured out a three mile loop And I did that twice and then I did this other mile loop for my seven miles and I was so proud of myself for that first seven miles, the first time I did it. And then the next week, I did eight. What? That was even better. Same idea. I still had my like three mile loop and I actually found a different loop. So I was running still running by my house, but in a different way, three miles, and then coming by my house and running that other loop, and then another two mile. So it was all were a little different. So I did that, and I was like, oh my gosh, I did eight miles. <laughs> and 
And then just, and then I had a little break, which was so nice. And when I did five miles, I was like, oh, that was like no big deal. Yeah, this week I only have five miles. I never was like that. <laughs> no big deal. What? And then this past week was nine miles of running. And I was super nervous. And of course, it like snows last week. And then I had scheduled my dentist appointment on the day where I normally run, do my longer runs, which I used to do on Saturdays, but now I switched to Fridays. Now the kids are like in school full time. And so I had to figure out when I was going to do this run. And it just was so somewhat overwhelming, yet I broke it down into little small steps. So I remember that I am just, I'm up to five minutes running, one minute walk. And I break those down into little intervals. So I have my five minute run, one minute interval. And I always think, okay, I just have to run for five more minutes. And then I get to walk for a minute if I was like feeling tired. And then I broke that down into my three mile loops. I had three different three mile loops. So I could stop and make sure I had a pit stop and if I needed to use the bathroom. And then when you're running for that long, because it takes me like two hours, I'm not like super fast. And you need like a snack in between. So I've had a friend who's been helping me figure that out. And so last week I totally did it. I'm up to nine miles, you guys. And that's been my journey, but it's just been little by little, all these small things. And I was thinking what a blessing it is that that's really what life is about is that when we're trying to accomplish all these great things or something that just seems like, wow, could I really do that? Because I remember looking at the schedule of running that I had found and printed out. It's like, oh my gosh nine miles? Am I really going to get to nine, then 10 miles, then eventually 13.1? And apparently in this program, if you get up to 10, you're good for a half mile or for a half marathon. <laughs> I'm like, but in 10 plus three, that's three more miles. So I may be adding one more longer run. So I feel more confident, but still I'm almost there. And it's just been like the small little things. And the other day, I was just looking around and just seeing all my small, simple things that I have been sharing with you guys and trying to implement in my life. They're starting to add up and make a difference. So... For instance, I've been noticing, I've been decluttering now since, I don't know, what, what was that? January? No, February. Yeah. Since February, when I had this whole self-love series and started that. And I just find the little places, like now I look underneath my sink and it's not a crazy place of of cleaning supplies and random bags and dishwashing detergent and there's all sorts of things and I and it's now just what I need under there and the rest of the stuff I've either thrown away or put in a new spot 
And then on the side of our garage, there's a fence that um, divides our property from our neighbors. And there's probably like two, three feet maybe between there and our garage. So maybe two feet and or maybe three. Anyway, I haven't measured it, but it's a small little narrow area. We have a bunch of trees that all kind of the leaves just all get stuck back there. And half the time in the fall, we don't get to it. And all these leaves have just built up. And so I had this thought, I was like, what if I just spend 15 minutes, there it was, just a small amount of time picking up those leaves because I would just ignore that space. But then I would look at it and uh, it's just like all these leaves and gunk just piling up over there. And it felt overwhelming. But then I was like, all right, let's just do 15 minutes a day, not a day, 15 minutes a week. That was it. I was going to get through it slowly. And so what I did was I would just fill up a garbage can. And when I did that, I was done. Sometimes it would be more than 15 minutes and I would just put on a book or some music or a podcast and I would go at it. And you guys, it's all cleaned up. There was even this big branch that had broken and was lying there. And so I was like, I'll just saw the branch. We have one of those like little saws and I just sawed it off or I so I like cut it in pieces so it could be thrown away and just breaking things down to these small steps has really helped me also feel like I can accomplish bigger tasks because I just take it little by little so then I think back to when I started this podcast and at first I was like ah, I feel like I should do something and I didn't know what to do. So I first just started recording because I was like, at least I'll start recording and we'll see if these will actually go out. And then I didn't know what to do next because I figured out how to record on Audacity. We had this older uh, mic that we'd given our son to do his recording. So I figured that out and I was doing that. And then I was like, well, let's get serious. How do you get a podcast like on a directory. And so I looked that up and someone had a whole checklist of how to get started. And so I just followed the checklist. And then I figured out how to get a podcast host. And I figured out that I needed to ha make sure I had a picture of myself. So my husband helped me take a picture <laughs> with a bunch of crap on the ground <laughs> as we're trying to find the floor in real life. So it's just been really cool as all the th little things I've learned. And I know that there's also a ton more that I need to learn. And sometimes I see myself getting overwhelmed with some of the things and I kind of like don't want to do it. And I was overwhelmed with the idea of like, well, how do I like have a website? I don't, how do I even do that? And my husband just taught me how to do one of the simple Google websites and it's been so simple, but it's been really helpful. So I figured out how to do that. And again, I'm trying not to get overwhelmed with 
all the other things that I don't know. And today is celebrating the little things that I've done to get to this place. So I want to encourage all of you that you can do great things. And if you get overwhelmed by it or it seems way too big, there's so many quotes out there and talks that talk about just breaking it down into a plan. So even just having this plan of figuring out how I could learn and get my body able to run for a half marathon, it's not going to all happen at once. But if I plan that it's awesome that it can happen and I'm so, so grateful for that. So I come back to a scripture I think I mentioned in my self-love number one about keeping commitments, just about from Alma 37, 6 through 7. Now ye may suppose that this is foolishness in me, but behold, I say unto you that by small and simple things are great things brought to pass. And small means in many instances doth confound the wise. And I think it can be so easy to think, oh, I want to do this great thing. And I want to make a difference. But I don't know how to begin. And maybe it just begins by picking up your leaves. Or doing that next small step. And I found this great talk titled Small Things by J. Michael Hunter, and it was from one of the BYU devotionals. And in it, he talked about Mother Teresa. And there was a um, a BBC reporter that came and kind of was like talking about, there's so many people who are living in poverty, and how can you even think that you're going to make a difference? And what I thought was really profound, and she says, what we do is nothing but a drop in the ocean, but if we didn't do it, the ocean would be one drop less. And that Mother Teresa wasn't deterred by the fact that she couldn't help every single person in Calcutta, but she would just do it one person at a time. So I've also heard um, President Thomas S. Monson say this, and I don't know if he coined the phrase, but life by the yard is hard. By the inch, it's a cinch. Although I read another article that this guy was saying, sometimes you hear that and you think it is easy to do little things, but sometimes getting started is the hardest part. So just take it by an inch. It may actually be kind of harder and that whole mindset thing. It's like just getting started sometimes is so hard. So then I found this other awesome talk um, by Bonnie D. Parkin. Again, I was looking at the BY devotionals because I kind of want to end with a little bit of inspirational. And she talked about kind of personal ministry and doing small things, which she also mentioned Mother Teresa who said, that we do small things with great love. And then President Hinckley said, believe in yourselves, believe in your capacity to do some good in the world. 
God sent us here for a purpose, and that was to improve the world in which we live. The wonderful thing is that we can do it. All right. So believe in the small things that you're doing. Even when it seems super mundane, like (laughs) my goal of trying to do one load of laundry a day so that laundry isn't like a huge mountain pile. And the little things, it'll make a difference that sometimes you're not realizing what'll make a difference by writing a note or sharing a smile with somebody little by little. And then also, if you guys have a big dream that you want to accomplish, it begins by the small steps and being patient with the process that it's going to happen little by little. Like we don't climb a mountain all at once. We just take it one step at a time. So that is my big message of celebration. I'm so glad I've gotten to 50. I'm psyched. (laughs) Yay. And remember, it all just begins with the small steps. Each day, you can do something to work towards something else. Okay, you guys. Small steps. You can do it. And thank you for being along in this journey and listening to my podcast. I have one favor to ask before I go. If you could take a minute to either write a review on my podcast, on Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen, or share this with somebody, I would be so so grateful celebrate with me by sharing a little bit with someone you might think would really enjoy this all right everybody have an awesome week and i'll talk to you next week bye I hope you enjoyed today's episode. If you have any questions, come by findingtheflor.com where I will have show notes and links for anything I've mentioned today. Special thanks to Seth Johnson for creating and performing the theme music. Come back next week and thanks for listening. 